creators, we have very specific reasons for what we're doing on YouTube. And whether you are educating or entertaining people, the number one objective usually comes down to the money. So in this episode, I'm going to break down for you what money looks like for you as a YouTuber, no matter how big you might be. Welcome to the Women of YouTube podcast. This podcast is hosted by me, Desiree Martins. Every week, I'm going to be showing up in your earbuds to inspire you on your YouTube journey with killer interviews with women YouTube creators, deep dives into the inner workings of how YouTube works, and discussing all the things about YouTube culture and the impact it is having on our world. This podcast is brought to you in partnership with vidIQ, where they help you maximize your videos and YouTube reach by studying titles, descriptions, tags, and playlists relevant to your subject matter, while also studying your competitors to help you know exactly what you should be doing for your YouTube growth. So if you're a female creator looking to grow your channel, level up your content, and learn from the best women creators on the platform to get you on your way to YouTube success and future-proofing your income, this is the perfect place for you. Let's do this. What's up, everybody? Thank you again for taking the time to listen today on this one-on-one episode today where you and I are just going to have a good old-fashioned chat about YouTube and money because I am not about to play with y'all. Like My reasons for being on YouTube are very financially driven, and I don't think that that's bad. I'm not about to hide that making money isn't important and that you shouldn't be doing it. But let's talk about a couple of different things before we dive into like what you can do and like what money looks like and what opportunities you might have are. I want to talk about the big, the big ones that are out there right now. There's a lot of really big creators out there, like you know, the Chamberlain sisters and, and the Paul, Logan Paul, and all of these people that are creating massive brands and able to sell crazy amounts of things. You know, Logan Paul and his brother are really getting into this like boxing thing and they're gonna start doing a lot there where they're going to be like trying to get more money for people who are doing boxing and, and more presentation and sponsorships and things like that. You know, Chamberlain sisters are doing all kinds of stuff, including like coffee and merch. And they just did this crazy TikTok shopping thing where they were able to like sell out really quick by doing live shopping through TikTok. And I think that it's important for us to really, the the reason I bring this up is because what they're doing is amazing. And they're really like paving a path for an amazing creator economy and showing us what we can do as creators and what our options are. We are no longer going to be limited by being, by like small things, like only getting ad dollars or something. We're going to be able to have brand sponsorships and partnerships and be able to impact people on a massive scale. And with any luck, some of you guys that are listening are going to be able to hit big numbers and become some version of a YouTube celebrity. You know, Casey Neistat and and uh, Lily Singh and all these people, they are recognized. And they get to do things on this next level because of what they've done on YouTube. Now, while I don't think that we are yet at a place where YouTube is going to like replace like a famous actor, but we are seeing some people that are on there like Kevin James and Will Smith that are doing really fun, creative things on YouTube, which again, helps them when they're like um, releasing movies and doing different things and merch. Like Will Smith just has a book that's coming out definitely promoting the crap out of that on his YouTube channel and his Instagram. So there's a lot of options that are going to happen because of what's happening there. And in fact, we had a guest on named Julie Noki. She went trending for her talking to my former pandemic self uh, on a quarterly basis. And she's talked about how she's a trained actress and she's been able to get 
a lot more doors open to her because of be going viral and trending number one on YouTube because now studios and agencies are coming to her versus her having to try and just like scrape by the way a lot of other people have had to do in the past. But I think what's important for you to remember as a smaller creator that those are goals for sure, like hashtag goals all the way, but that's not going to be the norm. Like that's not going to be what I think you guys should expect from money and opportunities, especially as you're getting started in the growth period. So let's talk about how you can make money on YouTube quickly. And as you rise up now, if you don't know this, why I got on YouTube is because I have a social media marketing agency. Um, my agency all in one social media is focused on helping put military spouses to work anywhere that they're stationed around the world as social media managers, while they do do it for you, social media services for small businesses. That way those businesses are able to have an active presence and get leads and not worry about it. That way they can focus on running their business. And these military spouses are able to do that work to supplement their family income. Now, what happened was, is I launched my agency at the beginning of my first trimester in 2015 with my second child. And then within, I want to say like 18 months to a year, my husband had come home and said, Hey, we have orders. We're moving to South Korea and I needed to have a way to keep growing my agency. So keep these military spouses to work. And I had come across a book from one of our guests, Amy Landino, and she's now at the time of her book, it was Amy Schmittauer. And she showed me, I can use YouTube to get leads to my agency, to my business. And it worked out really great because she also did social media marketing. So it was like really like the perfect, like inspiration and example for me to do this. So in September of 2017 or August of 2017, I launched my YouTube channel. It was bad. It's like everybody else's first videos are bad. I had like this really awkward background. I was wearing a tank top. You see my bra. I was super sweaty because the room I was in had no air conditioning and it was like a bazillion degrees in Korea at the time. And I'm hitting my desk because I'm talking with my hands and my webcam is all over the place. And so it's a whole, it's a whole situation, but I did it and I kept doing it and I kept showing up in the ways that I was supposed to. And so I was able to use my YouTube channel as a way to get leads to my agency and build my email list. So I'm going to use examples of not only what I have gone through, but also a lot of other creators that we've had on this channel or on this podcast have done, as well as what I think would work really well for anybody, no matter what kind of channel that you are creating. So I want to start out with, we want to make sure we have some really good foundation things planned out for what you want to do. It's really important to make sure that when you're creating your content, you are finding a way to stay connected to people who are watching your content. As you know, people will watch your content and not subscribe or subscribers will not know that your content has come out and they may have missed it or didn't know about it because the algorithm didn't service it to them. So you want to make sure that you are collecting emails from people, not getting them to follow you on Instagram or anything. You want to get people's emails onto your own list so that you have a way to communicate with anybody who's watched your videos separate from YouTube and separate from social media. I, from very early on, was always trying to give people like freebies, like checklists and things to make their life easier with their social media journey. And I was able to build my email list up to over 12,000 people at the time of this recording because I've done so many different opt-ins and I've offered so many different things. I'm able to have this audience that has organically and in snowball style grown um, from those early videos. 
up to like where I am now. So when I'm recording this, I just hit like 24,000 subscribers. I'm almost about to hit 2 million views. And I have an email list of over 12,000 people, which allows me to market my new videos and any of the other things that we're going to talk about to that list. If you don't have a list, you are doing yourself a massive disservice. Even if like you do something entertainment based or DIY based or whatever it is, you need to find a way for people to like you need to find a way for people to opt into your email and like for you to give value to them so that you can get that content information. Because not only should you have a way to talk to people outside of these third-party tools that are in control of your audience and what who sees what, but you're gonna want to have a way to market to sponsors and other opportunities that are going to come in to help you get more money from those things. Having an email list in addition to a solid YouTube following and a viewership and an engagement rate is going to add just so much extra value and so much extra dollars amount to what you have going on. And I'll talk about that when we get into the sponsorships because I have a really good example for this. <laughs> so that I think is a foundation. It's like, well, this isn't even part of this. Like if you don't have an email list, figure it out now. You need to figure out what can I do? What can I give to my audience that is relevant to my channel that will give them value that will make them want to subscribe to me and I can email them. And I would very much encourage you not to do a newsletter because people don't want more email. People want very specific things when it comes to what's going in their inbox. So if you're entertainment based, you could be like, Hey, go get you know, go check out my link I have in the description below to get notified when I have like amazing deals and, and things happening or, you know, whatever that's going to be, you got to figure that out and you can head over to the women of YouTube, Facebook group. It's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash women of YouTube. And just kind of like pile around some ideas, like what you're going to do, how you're going to do it. And like, let's collaborate and help you find the right solution for you in those comments. But in order for a lot of the things we're going to talk about work, you got to have that email list. So I think it's the most important thing for you to tell. And any of our lady educators that you talk to are going to tell you that as well. Look, I'm really sorry to interrupt, but did you know that YouTube is the world's second biggest search engine? Maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. But that's why every creator truly needs to be using vidIQ to grow their YouTube channel. vidIQ's tech helps you tailor your video ideas to match what people are searching for right now on YouTube. And once you're ready to upload, well, it starts optimizing and getting you all the details that you need to make sure your videos are getting noticed. If you really want to dive in more and get started for free, please head over to the womenofyoutube.com forward slash vidIQ to get started on this YouTube channel changing tool that is going to make things so much easier for you. All right, let's get back to it. All right, so let's dive into like the different revenue options that we have available for us. So the first one is services. Whenever you're starting any new business, it's always easiest to start with the service because you're going to be able to network and talk about it and exchange money for things that you know how to do. And YouTube will be a place where you can support that service. So whether you are doing recipes for people or you're going to help them with their social media marketing or help them with their comedy or you're teaching them or educating them about something. Having a service that you can offer to people is going to be a fantastic way for you to start earning money really, really quick because people have come to you from your YouTube channel or you they've seen your videos and they want to be like, I want to work with you and what do you, what can you do to help me with my problem? 
And that's why, again, I know it's a little different for me who's in a service-based business because of my agency. And a lot of B2B businesses will deal with this too. Like if you're a chiropractor, if you're a dentist, if you um, are a real estate agent, like all these different options that come to you where they can watch a video and go work with you immediately. And that is where that service can come into place. So again, by having a service, you're going to be able to get more money really quickly in regards to all these other options out the gate, especially if you don't have a very big audience. Now, as your audience grows, you're going to be able to have more opportunities, which leads us in the second option I have for you, which is a digital product. Now, a digital product is going to be something like, you know, have you ever bought like Photoshop um, presets or you bought like a digital planner or someone's ebook? You know, there's a lot of digital product options that are available to you that you can create. They're low cost to you. You don't have to worry about shipping anything to anybody. You can set up an automation system within the email system that you're using to collect those emails we just talked about. Uh, and you're going to be able to really dive into that digital service and, uh, and offer that, or sorry, the digital product and give something to people, whatever it may be. Like I've given, I do like StreamYard overlays for people because I do a lot with live streaming in the live streaming community. And I give them overlays that they can use and edit for whatever they have going on. If you have like a ebook that you can give, a checklist that you want to sell, if you have just something that you can do very simply as your audience continues to grow and your email list continues to grow by having a digital product that's related to your channel and your brand, you're going to be able to sell that easier to your list. Now let's talk about sponsorships for a second, okay? Now, as your channel continues to grow, and I'm, and I'm kind of doing um, these in like an order of operation of like where your growth is at, I feel like when you talk about affiliates and sponsorships, like in the same vein, you can start with affiliates with video number one. That is so true, and I would encourage you to do that as well in addition to having that email list, because what's it going to hurt to have a link to like whatever it is that you want to sell Hawk or support with. But when it comes to affiliates, what's really helpful is that you've established what you're going to talk about and what your realm of genius is going to be within the YouTube space. And the affiliates are going to be able to support that, whether it's a very public and easy affiliate, like something like Amazon or something like that, or if it's something very specific, like a tool or a service or a program by having an existing audience and being very clear about who you speak to, it's going to be easier for people to buy from you. It's going to be easier for those companies to give you money. They want to align with people that support their that support their service, their business, and that can also like sell it to them and and help them grow with it and and get the word out. And it's easier for them to give you money in that case because they want to support you. And if you're lucky, they'll even share your content with their audience because you're helping to market their business. Why not like double dip a little bit? So when it comes to affiliates, know that you're going to make little bits of money off of every sale. And the best affiliates I have found are things that do residual affiliates on a monthly basis. Like VidIQ has a really great affiliate program where you can get like 20% every single month that someone is a paying customer and then you're going to be able to like kind of get that back on a month to month basis. Other things that do it are basically any online tool whatsoever. Like again, StreamYard, because I talk with them a lot because they're one of my biggest partners. They do a, they have a really great affiliate program. Um, but anything that you do online and you love, go see if they have an affiliate program. If you have something you want to talk about in a video, go see if they have an affiliate program and figure out how you can make money for promoting that video. Because remember, the videos you're making 
are evergreen. They're going to keep working for you. I have videos from a year or two ago where I'm still getting traffic and affiliate sales and sign up some email list from. So just really dig into that to help you with what you're trying to accomplish when it comes to um, how affiliates will work for you. And then the second extension of affiliates can be sponsorships. Now, again, I put these kind of like on the same plane of importance. Sponsorships are basically if you've already established a relationship with a brand, or if you talk about a brand a lot and like you become kind of a little bit of an expert or you're making like some big attention with what that has, that product, that service is, you can go to that company and say, hey, these are my numbers. This is how many views I get. This is what my subscriber count is. This is what my email list numbers are. And these are like what my affiliates are with your business. I want to, I want to be a sponsored content creator for you. I want to be able to create content on my channel or maybe even yours that has to do with like how your product is used or like use it better or how I use it or whatever it may be. And I want you to pay me to create this content for you and like super like high fives. If you can get people to do like a one to two video a month contract with you for whatever extended period of time. I did this with StreamYard. So when I went to StreamYard, um, I had become kind of one of the only resources on the internet on YouTube for doing StreamYard tutorials. Um, this is actually very helpful for me heading into COVID. I had all these videos before COVID and then I made a whole bunch more during the height about how to live stream your business and do different things. It wasn't just about live streaming, it was like how to do things within the tool. And so many things were able to grow up and I was able to build an email list just of StreamYard people for, with, for to over 5,000 people just by giving away free overlays, which is a really popular, awesome feature of StreamYard that allows you to customize your interface. And people loved it. And they're able to like do all these different videos and, and all this great stuff. And so when I went to StreamYard, I told them, look, this is my views on all of these videos. This is what my email list is like for your people. And this is what my affiliate is, which honestly wasn't great. And it still isn't because I solve problems for existing customers. So it's kind of like, well, that's not going to work as well. So I did all of this stuff and they're like, well, yeah, of course we want to work with you. And we want you to create content for us. And so we worked out a five figure deal over the course of a year. So I'd create two videos every single month on StreamYard and I will from October of 2020 to October, 2021. And I have always loved it because I love the streamer community. I love the product. I've been a big fan and ambassador of theirs since they were in their beta, like before they even like really went public and launched. Um, they've been acquired since I started working with them and I've helped them bring in other creators as well into the sphere who might be interested as well. And they've been able to like really blow up in a really great way. And I've gotten to be a part of that journey. And yes, it's a combination of right timing. That is for sure. But if you're doing something well and you become an expert in it or a leader in that, you should be getting paid for creating that content. And so that's why those affiliates and the sponsorships are going to be really important for you. If you want to talk about like what goes into a sponsorship deal, it's being very clear about expectations about what you're going to do and for how long and for how much. When it was with StreamYard, we had to go over some things like ownership. Um, you also make sure they don't have any ownership over what you say. They don't get to say yes or no on your videos. It also includes something like they don't get to own and they don't get to have any access to the ad revenue that you make off of your videos either. It's a really a cover your basis situation. And maybe we can do a whole episode or a whole training in the Facebook group about contracts and sponsorships, but it's really important to be very clear and to protect your brand first, not theirs. Like remember you're helping them. You don't need to give them more 
than what they're paying for. In fact, we've had, there's an article that I recently came across as girl basically has had to like remake an entire business because she gave the rights to all of her social media accounts to the management company she was working with. Cause she was just so excited that someone wanted to rep her that she ended up like selling her soul. And so we don't want you doing that. So be really smart about your sponsorships and like what goes into them, what's expected of you and what they have access and ownership of, which honestly should be nothing. Okay. Now let's talk about AdSense. Now, AdSense is at the top of this list for some very specific reasons. One, AdSense is hard and low, y'all. Now, I talk to businesses. So my click-through rates, like my CPM, is much higher than most people's. In fact, I think I looked at the other day and it was like $27 a click um, was what my, my conversion costs were for people. So I make more than the average bear on my YouTube channel. So in June, May, in May of 2021, I had 110,000 views on my YouTube channel and I made $1,500, like almost like to the penny. And I'm able to use that money it covers almost my entire mortgage. And it really helps me help supplement my income, like being able to have the assets, but I have a big, massive library of videos that are helping me with that. And I also keep contributing to it. And I know my target demographic and what they want and how to talk to them. And so by being very clear about that, and YouTube is very clear about who I talk to and who they service, they know they can put business-related ads on my content. And so I'm able to get more money. There are people that have the same view count and do like gaming channels that will make a fraction of what I make. I remember crunching the numbers listening to the Colin and Samir podcast or their video podcast. And I make more money in ad revenue than they did. And they have like over a hundred thousand subscribers. And so it's one of those crazy things. Like it really is very specific about what you do. So I don't want AdSense to be something that you rely on for anything at all, because it's going to be so hit or miss. It's going to be such a, like a crapshoot of like what will actually work for you. But there is no denying that once you get to certain milestones, certain subscriber counts, and more specifically view counts, you will start being able to make some really good money off of, off of that YouTube AdSense. Just know you need to be creating evergreen content that can keep working for you in the long term for what you have going on. That way you can have that value and you can do really great content. It's going to convert really well for you and get your content in front of exactly who will want to watch and exactly who will click on those ads that YouTube wants to put in front of them. And the last thing I want to talk about is a physical product. Now, a physical product it also can include like brick and mortar and stuff like that. But this is the highest, hardest thing to do from a financial standpoint when it comes to what you're doing. And this is where our people who are like in the millions of subscribers, this is where they are at now. I kind of have a physical product. I have a book. I wrote a book. My book is like a lead gen source for my business. Like that's the kind of physical product that I have. And I sell for like 15 bucks, you know, like it's nothing crazy. But if you're talking about like a clothing line, if you're talking about coffee shops. If you're talking about beer, like or, or alcohol, like all these different like physical products that, you know, you have to like invest a lot of money in to have them produce and hope that they sell and do all of these things, you know, Mr. Beast opened up like a food, like a burger restaurant. Like there's so many crazy things that people are doing from their YouTuber professionalism. So physical products in a physical location, like that is like the highest, hardest end for you. But I think if you look at it in this, from the scope of like, okay, 
like what's next for my business. I'm doing all of these other things. I'm making this significant amount of money. What's the next step in my business and in my brand? And like, how can I expand and do more things? And then that is where those options become available to you. But I don't want to rule it out because I do know so many of you watch bigger YouTubers and it's important to know what they are doing so that we can kind of have those aspirational goals and pay attention to that trend. So to sum this all up and to wrap up, remember, YouTube is about making money. Like, I know that you need to love what you do. I know that you want to help people, entertain people, and that is fantastic. But you have to make sure that at some point in your YouTube journey, and it's usually going to happen once you get really clear about who you're talking to and what you're doing, you're going to want to start making money. It's important to know to have the right things in place from the get-go to get you there. So remember, if you have any questions about this, you want to dive into this more, you definitely want to go head up over to the Women of YouTube Facebook group. Again, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Women of YouTube. And you can join the community where we talk and share and go over lots of really great things to help you grow your YouTube channel and grow the business that you have attached to YouTube. Thank you for listening to the Women of YouTube podcast. We would love to know what you thought about this latest episode. So make sure to tag us with hashtag Women of YouTube with your thoughts. 